from ministry to Hollywood and all things in between. Actor T.C. Stallings helps us explore today's issues through a biblical lens. Let's dive in to TCS Live. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Thanks for joining me for another episode of the TCS Live show right here on the Edify Network. I am your host, T.C. Stallings, and I'm excited because my book, Eyes Fixed, is coming out June 9th. That is very, very close. It's right around the corner. And, you know, when you're an author, you um, you get uh, your author copies and you get a chance to see the book before everybody else sees it. You know, you look at it, you touch it, you feel it, you look into it and, and check it out. And so my books arrived and um, they came when I was out of town, which is cool because my family, they got the box and rather than open up the box, you know, they, uh, you know, my wife called me, Lovette, and, and says that we're going to wait for you to get home so that we can all open it together. And that's just what's cool about my family. Uh, we just do everything together. Uh, I was in Michigan and I was filming a new show that I'm on called The Watchers. And you'll hear more about that as time goes on. But but I was filming that and, uh, you know, my, my author copies came. And uh, so when I got home, we unboxed. You can go on my my Instagram or my Facebook, and you can see the unboxing. I actually did it uh, on the social media so everybody can be a part of it, and you can see how, how beautiful the book looks. But more important than the cover and how the book looks on the outside is what is said on the inside. And the book is called Eyes Fixed, My True Life Story, and it comes out June 9th. And that's a special date because that is my 20 year wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife and manager, my everything, Lavette. And the reason that I chose that date is because Lavette wrote the forward. Um, and I'm, I'm amped because uh, it, it, when you hear her speak and we hear her talk, uh, she doesn't do that often. Um, and I think the Lord is, is even leading her to do that more because when she speaks, you know, she just, you can hear the Christ in her and, and just because she studies every day, she prays every day and it's just, it's so enlightening when she, when she speaks and when she talks to other people about Jesus and what he puts on her heart. And so I just, I just love the fact that she agreed to write this forward. Uh, I didn't even know how she was going to respond when I asked her to do that, um, but this is her introduction to the world in terms of, you know, just how she just speaks. And she just it's just like having a regular conversation with her. And no one knows me better than Lavette. So there was no one better uh, to have to uh, lead you into this book when you read Eyes Fixed, My True Life Story. And like I've been telling people, you know, I wrote two books before and these were devotionals and uh, Bible studies. The whole intent was to really just you know, open up scripture and break it down verse by verse and teach. And, you know, I tell a little bit of my story in both of those books, but most, most, the whole point of, of these books were mostly to really, really, truly teach. And this book is not about necessarily just teaching as much as it is telling my story. I've been telling people it's like we just met for for a coffee date you know what i mean just a, just a we'll hook up over over a cup of coffee and you know you just ask me like so tc tell me your story tell me some things that i don't know about you 
You know, tell me some things that the challenges in your life, you know, tell me what's going on. And uh, and we talk and we chat and I, I really don't hold anything back. And I think that'll it'll really inspire some people. So I really look forward to it. Um, I'm going to be sharing some quotes over time. One of the one of the quotes from the book uh, that I say in the beginning, I want to read this. Uh, it's when I say a lukewarm life is one that potentially makes us happy while angering God. Why? Because lukewarm living cheapens our faith. We become willing to take sinful chances, risks and concessions that if we had been focused on Jesus, we would never have agreed to take at least not so easily. And I, I, I love that because that's the whole, that's, it, it, it's, it's like the whole point of what I mean by, you know, fixing your eyes on Jesus, which is where the title comes from. And the book kind of gets into how many times Satan has tried to bump me off center. Let's try to get my eyes taken off of what God has called me to do. Um, I liken it to Peter when, if you read in scripture, when Peter was called to walk out on the water, he didn't start sinking until he took his eyes off of Jesus and start focusing on what was going on around him and began to sink because, you know, the wind and the storms and all of that, he got afraid. And that happens when we take our eyes off of Jesus. But if he just stayed focused, Peter was doing it. He was walking. He was going out to Jesus. And that's what Satan would love to do is to be able to get you to not focus on your purpose in Christ, on Jesus, on who he is. And you start focusing more on your issues and your problems and the difficulties. And I've certainly had my fair share of those. And so to share all of that with you, I cannot wait. Um, I've been signing books and getting them out early to those who have ordered, who are pre-ordered or ordering now the autographed copies. And if you're interested in doing that, you can do so at my website, www.tcstallings.life. And you can order your autograph copy there. That's where the autograph copies are. If you just want a standard copy, a regular copy, there's no autograph on it. You can get it uh, right now. You can pre-order it on Amazon, um, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, like stuff like that. The Christian bookstores and, and, and many other bookstores. You can just look it up. Eyes Fixed, the T.C. Stallings story, uh, my true life story. Uh, but yeah, the aut autograph copies are available on my website, tcstallings.life. And I can tell you now what we're going to do is if you're following me on social media, you're going to see that I am I'm doing a launch party. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post some pictures um, where you'll be able to put them in your banner on your social media or your profile picture. Or you can do both where you can use these pictures that I post and put them on your uh, on your social media in either of those two positions. And you do that on June 9th when the book releases to help spread the word about the book. And what we're going to do is we're going to be searching for who has done that. And we're going to be picking random people to give cool prizes like autographed copies of my book. Um, we may throw in a couple of autographed copies of even some of my other books. So some people will be uh, receiving three book so you get every book i've ever done which is cool so we'll be searching around for for those of you who have participated in the launch party and you'll be getting random cool gifts and we'll ship those out to you and uh, so i really look forward to that i look forward to everybody 
who is going to help get this word out because the message in here is is one that I know will inspire a lot of people and you'll be helping me do that. So I'm really, really excited. And for all of you who have already pre-ordered it, your books are already on the way. So um, thank you all for your support and your prayers. And I just can't wait to see what this book is going to do. And of course, um, I'm still helping actors all the time who uh, want to be uncompromised in their career. So the Uncompromised Christian Actor Coaching Program, we like to call it UCAC, is still kicking. And I'm so excited for the actors that I am working with. If you're interested in that, also just head to my website, www.tcstallings.life, and you click on the uh, Uncompromised Christian Actor Coaching page, and you'll get all the information there. And uh, I'm so, so, so excited to be able to help guide actors um, in leading a Jesus first career and doing their careers with God first mentality. Actors, actresses, um, saying we'll love to guide and how you do your career. We'll love to have you going off the rails. I, I, I went through all of that, all that temptation and the Lord guided me through. And that is where that is why I am where I am. And I'm, and I'm just so grateful. And that's why I felt called to help actors and actresses do the exact same thing, because I know the struggle. I for sure know the struggle and uh, God has been blessing. So looking forward to helping everyone with that. But let's get back to what I was talking about earlier, because it kind of leads me into my topic when I talked about, uh, you know, living lukewarm and letting things be comfortable and trying to des design this Christian life the way you want it. And normally when we do that, it is because we are trying to design our lives around our goals, what we want out of life. So the thing that I want to talk about that is so important right now, especially in a, in a world where there's so much information that we get about goals, I want to talk about letting God set your goals. Letting God set your goals. What do I mean by that? Well, it's a very straightforward thing. Every single day, in one way or another, we set goals. You know, whether it's our long long term goal or whether it's our short short term goal for today. Um, you know, people, your, your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, your just all these different things, your goals, the reason you, you get up every day, the things you set out to do, whether it's for you or for your family or for just whatever, goals will be set. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, you know, I don't, I don't really have goals. I don't really have, in one way or another, you have goals set for the day. There's something that you want to do, even if it's small, maybe it's seemingly insignificant. If it takes time, energy and thought and strategy, then it is a goal. And we we all do it in one way or another. I want to take it to a deeper level, though, because time is the, the one commodity that it's like your most precious thing. And it, it we don't get much of it. And so I, I want to encourage us to to use our time from a biblical perspective and make sure that God has control of that time, that he has top priority when it comes to your time. And he's the one that should be setting your goals because your goals will take time. I want to give an example of why this is so important uh, to let God set your goals. And the main reason God needs to set your goals is because he's already set your purpose. Think about that. The, per the person that set your purpose should be the one that is setting your goals because your goals are going to line up with your purpose. The, the top thing that you want to achieve, all your goals will be based on achieving that purpose. 
So if you if you're following me or familiar with me, you know that I always talk about our purpose being in Christ. And we see that in scripture defined by one of my favorite scriptures, Psalms 139, 16, which says you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So we look at that scripture and we see before we were born, God created us with a purpose. So we were created with a purpose on purpose. So then when you start living, when you're born, when you, you put you, you're on this earth, you start taking breaths and you start getting to the point where you can start making decisions. God has designed you to where you are supposed to come to him in faith at some point and then start all like start living for him. All your decisions and, and, and the things you do, your desires and all of that stuff should be given towards allowing God to lead you and fulfilling your God given purpose. So all your goals should be uh, going towards fulfilling your purpose because God has already set you in, in motion to have a purpose that he created. So. Again, he should be the one designing your goals. But what tends to happen is we design our own goals, which is weird because we didn't design our purpose and we don't ask God what our purpose is. We define that for ourselves. We start doing things like what the world says to do, which is to follow your heart and your gut and all of that. And I'll get into that in a second, why that can be dangerous. But at the end of the day, God is already made you with a purpose so the goals are going to be built into that and i've got tons of stuff to talk about here that will motivate you to chase down um god's goals for you letting him set your goals and then but that all starts with chasing down and asking him what your purpose is i tell this story all the exam uh, I, I, I i give this example i should say all the time um about goal setting and why it's important um there's a little story that I usually tell about an orange and I'm gonna tell it to you right now is orange just 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 imagine an orange and think about how an orange starts it starts as a seed right a seed the seed is pre-packed with a purpose already right when you go to the grocery store wherever you go to to if you want to if you wanted to plant some oranges you're going to go and get the seeds the seeds you don't have, you get those you just take them out the pack and you throw them in the ground and you get going because the seeds are already pre-packed with whatever ingredients is needed to become an orange. You don't you don't go home and build the seed or anything. It's already pre-packed and ready. And if you do the right things with it, it will become an orange because it's pre-packed. It's everything in there. All the ingredients, these the orange birthing ingredients are all stuffed into that seed already. So let's think about that for a second. Let's act like the seed can make decisions. Right. And let's say the seed did not want to be an orange. Remember, this is a, an orange seed that doesn't want to be an orange. And so let's say the seed can think like human beings and it decides to get some advice from other people or it's going on, you know, uh, <laughs> it's going on fruit, social media or whatever. <laughs> and it's and it sees pineapples talking, you know. And, and and the pineapple is talking about its life and how it got to be where it needs to be and, and, and what it does to grow and all these different things. And so you got this orange seed looking at the pineapple's life. And now the orange seed wants to be a pineapple. It's looking at a full grown pineapple and it's it's jealous of how much, you know, 
how 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 big the pineapple is and and where the pineapple lives you know the pineapple is 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 hanging out in hawaii and the pineapples on the beach and you know the pineapples got all this hair you know it's all you know the big green leaves coming out the pineapple the the orange is is like man you know from from what i see i'm i'm going to i'm going to my 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 family line we grow up round and fat and bald we don't get all that green going we just i hate my color i don't like orange i don't, i want to be i want to be different i want to live in hawaii i want to right so this is what the the little orange seed is seeing and and then as it's looking at you know fruit tv and everything it's seeing commercials that say chase your heart follow your dreams and do you and all of that so then the the orange seed decides it's going to just set goals and it starts to write out its plan and then the plan is to go to hawaii and and jump in the same soil as the the pineapple plants and and it's gonna it's gonna be a pineapple i don't i don't want to be a uh orange I don't want to I don't want to grow up to be an orange. I want to grow up to be like the pineapples and do what they do. And then you see the orange seed go over to Hawaii and jump in the same soil as the pineapple plants and tries to do everything the pineapple plants do. But as you're listening to this right now, I'm sure you can see what's going to happen. I'm sure you can see the problem in this. There is nothing that a pre-packed orange seed can do that's going to turn it into a pineapple. And that's just going to lead to frustration and disappointment and a sense of failure and just all these different things. But it's trying to be something that it was never designed to be. But but when you when you really think about it, the whole problem was that the goals were wrong from the beginning because the purpose was wrong. The orange seed was never designed by God to be a pineapple. It was designed to be an orange. And it needs to set its goals based on things that will help that seed blossom into an orange. But instead, it's listening to different advice. It's, it's watching too much TV. It's being influenced by other things. And it sets its own goals to be something that you know God isn't supporting, that God didn't design it to be. We do that sometimes as well. We will We will never consult God about what he made us to be. And instead, we spend our lives and way too much time trying to be something that we were never designed to be, you know, and we're and we're influenced by the wrong things a lot of times. And when I say the wrong things, I mean, like we can be influenced by stuff that's very sneaky, that that really throws us off. Like we're we're we can say to ourselves, well, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. It's not sinful to want to be, you know, X, Y, Z. It's not sinful. So we're not afraid to try it because it's, maybe it's not sinful. Maybe it seems like something good. But the point here is that you wasn't designed to do that. And you're wasting time and effort and all your goal setting on something you were never designed to do. And therein lies your problem. And it sets you up for a lot of disappointments and stuff like that. But you can avoid that if you let God set your goal. Because when you really, really think back it's hard to it's hard sometimes to to know on your own without prayer what's what's good versus what's god you know the, like what's what's the you gotta differentiate whether or not you should even be messing with something and that's hard to do when there's something that you're thinking about messing with or pursuing isn't inherently a bad thing but if it's not what God designed you to do, that can make it a bad thing. Let's talk about Peter again. Uh, it's a great example. Uh, when Peter 
was out and fishing. This is when Jesus was calling disciples. Jesus passed Peter. Peter was fishing. When Jesus said, come follow me, Peter, he immediately dropped his fishing and stuff and, and ran with Jesus. Just imagine if if Peter would have said like, no, Jesus, I, I can't follow you right now. I am I'm fishing and we're giving this food to the poor. And that is a great thing to be doing. There's so many poor people here and I got to help them. I got to I got to finish this. And Jesus is like, you know what? That is great. I did say take care of the poor. But right now I need you to follow me. And Peter's like, I, I, I can't do that. This is too important. Look what's going on here. Isn't that, what just happened here? Look at what's going on here. Peter is denying following Jesus so that he can keep fishing and giving to the poor. You see how difficult that can be? A good thing. That's a good thing. It's good to take care of the poor. But that good thing just became sin when you chose it over Jesus. That's a problem. So see, it's good to know to stop something when it's bad, but it's hard to know to stop something when it's good. And this is why prayer and talking to God is so important and consulting him about what your goal should be. So you can be clear on whether or not you should be doing something or not. So important. So this is why you want to let God set your goals. What does that even look like to let God set your goals? Well, it's really, really simple. It's not that deep in terms of how to get it done. Literally, first of all, remember, start with your purpose. God, what did you make me to do? Show me. Reveal to me the whole reason I'm breathing right now. I know you made me with a purpose on purpose. You said that in Psalms 139.16. And I know you got a plan. You planned it all out. Well, here I am. I need to make my plan for the day. I need to make my plan for my life. And that's going to require some goal setting. So what do you want me to do? And you take it. You take that attitude every single day, day by day. What do you want me to do to achieve the purpose for which you made me? Set my goals according to that. And this should be your daily routine is to ask God to shape your goals. Here's the reasons why, too. If you are it, goal setting is all about achieving the goal, you know, about hitting the target. Well, why would you want to spend your time doing something if you're a Christian, if you're a Christ follower? Why would you want to spend your time and set your goals based on you or anyone else when they, they, that's not guaranteed to succeed? Because that's the difference between God goals and your goals, your goals my goals, our goals on our own, coming from our own selves, that depends on our own resources, our own power, our own strength. But a God's goals depends on his power, his will, his his provisions. And I'd like to take my chances with with God being in control. His will cannot be stopped. Who's going to stop God? Nobody. So don't you want your goals to be shaped by him? Don't you want your planning to be done by him? Don't you want him signing off when God says yes? Who can say no? Right. Scripture. If God before me, who can be against me? Scripture. Is there anything too hard for God? Scripture with 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 man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Right. This is all scripture. So that's what should go into your goal setting. Lord, what what goals do I need to set for myself to achieve the purpose for which you made me, right? 
go to scripture for 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 this too um if it's his goal then it's going to be fully supplied you know we live in a we live in a time where it's always about like not having everything you need to get stuff done i don't have what i need i don't have this i don't where i'm going to get this from well if god has set the purpose backed up by all the goals needed to achieve the purpose then you know that your goals will be fully supplied every single time because he promised that we can look in scripture for that john 15 7 great great scripture he says if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples look at that remain in me i mean hey talk to me stay with me pray to me obey me Stay in my word. Keep the faith, right? And my word remains in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done. That is a promise, right? Now, that's not saying that you can have anything you want, anything you think of. Remember, the whole point of this, he says, is so that my father in heaven will be glorified. So his purpose for you is based off the fact that it's going to bring God glory. You're going to bear much fruit. This is his plan. That gets that done, not yours, his. Got to crucify your own plan. This is all about what he designed you to do. And you put that to the forefront of your heart and this is what you want. And you say, Lord, shape my goals based on your purposes. Then you can say, and Lord, I'm, 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 I'm so excited that I know you're going to give me everything that I need to accomplish your goal for my life. It's it. You can take that to the bank. It is going to happen. Whatever is needed. Whatever needs to happen. Now, what's funny, though, is when you you got to understand the goal that God has for you could bring some pain. Now, this is where we get into having a balanced view of scripture, a balanced view of purpose, that it ain't always pleasurable in terms of the things that you come into. But overall, it will be pleasurable overall because, you know, you're doing God's will. So even when the pain comes in there, you're like, I'm doing what God called me to do. So I feel I feel good about what's happening. This may hurt in the moment, but I know it's what God called me to do. So I feel good. I feel I, I, this is this is pleasurable, pleasurable for me because I know I'm making God smile. and I'm being obedient even through this pain. But the bottom line is you may need something to get out of that pain. You mean you may need something to get out of that tough situation and your purpose, your goal is fully supplied. God will give you everything you need to get through it. Whether it's a good time, whether it's a bad time, whether it's a pleasurable time, whether it's a tough time, whatever you need to succeed and get the God goal, you will be fully supplied with that because scripture, scripture cannot lie. So that's encouraging. Here's something else that should encourage you to let God set your goals. When we set our goals, there's a chance that we will get confused by the fact that it ain't working. Uh, can't figure something out. Can't figure out how to get it done. Don't understand why this ain't working or that ain't working or why this person won't help me or why I can't get funding for this or why I can't build this relationship or why this roadblock is in my way. It's just so confusing. It's so irritating. You got to go back to the drawing board and have another meeting and, and try to build this relationship. Well, see what I see in scripture in Proverbs 2024 really, really explains all of that. When you look at Proverbs 2024, it says a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? That's scripture. Proverbs 2024. How can you understand your own way? If the Lord 
has, has has designed your purpose before you were born. So you you're not even existing and he's creating your purpose. So you're not going to understand that without consulting him. You're not going to understand trying to figure that out on your own and do your own thing. And then the goals needed to achieve that purpose. It's right here in scripture. It says that, that a person's steps are dire directed by the Lord. He is the director and you don't talk to him. That's why you're that's why your goals you're on your own won't make sense. You trying to do this all on your own and you try and then you wonder why things aren't working out. That is because you are not the designer of your purpose and you are not the designer. You shouldn't be the designer of, the, of your goals and the world shouldn't be the influencer of your goals and, and the things of the world and the patterns of the world should not be the influencer of your goals. You know, Google shouldn't be the main source of your goals. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you know, LinkedIn, TikTok, all these different things. They're great for connecting and all that. I get it. No problem. I'm, I, I'm one of those things. I get it. But they don't shape my goals. They don't do that. That, that is a huge problem and, 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 and it leads to so much confusion and it's right here in scripture. You don't understand your purpose without Christ. You can't create the goals without Christ, but we do it anyway and it leads to so much confusion. And the Bible's like, how can you even understand your own way when you didn't even make yourself? <laughs> you didn't make your goals. You didn't. So we have to stop that. So I, I hope that this rescues some people from something that I think is a big problem right now, um, playing the, the comparison game, you know, on the social media, which leads to a lot of personal goal setting that God never designed you to do because you're trying to be like everybody else. And it's just, it's, it's such a problem. And, and, and it's such bad advice right now that's out there anyway. And it's coming from successful people. And that's the danger. But I will tell you, I'll caution you against this. You got to decide how you're going to gauge what true success really is. If you are a Christian, then true success isn't just the fact that you got money or notoriety or people know you or you're popular, or all these other kind of different things. It's not. Is, is that is that biblical success? That might be world success. And that's 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 what the world tells you. You know, it's 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 you know, people need to know your name, you know, chase the bag. You know, you got to have this. You got to have that. And then you look you look at that and you compare to your own life. You don't have those things. And you're not that popular. You don't have many followers. You're not verified. You don't have all. This, and you start to think you're failing. You, you got to get your goal. You got to step your game up. And you hear that a lot. Step your game up. Get your grind on. You got to do all this stuff. And then if you fall into that, you start believing some of the worst advice that exists. On these social media platforms, I heard someone say that rich people don't sleep. Rich people don't sleep. You know, you you so so they make you feel like an idiot. This person was making you feel like an idiot for sleeping too long. In fact, for sleeping eight hours. This person was making you feel like an idiot for that. And if you fall into that, you're gonna set the goal of not sleeping. Are you kidding me? How that is dumb. <laughs> you're going to set the goal of not sleeping because someone rich told you that rich people don't sleep. And it's just, this is, so here's what I will tell you. <laughs> you, 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 you go for that, but here's what the Bible says, man. The Bible, the Bible tells you to rest. You work and then you rest. If Jesus rested, I'm not going to listen to listen to some human being telling me not to rest. <laughs> you know, I'm that, that's not going to happen. That's why we got we to gotta go by scripture in terms of what we do. 
you you live in a world right now where it's just like you know that you know, it it's glorified for you to burn a candle at both ends you know be, I'm always I, I don't sleep I, I I grind I this well let me tell you when you light a candle it's already dying out the moment you light a candle it starts to die out right it's already we know you light a candle and you and it's just gonna burn 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 until it's not there it's a slow burn so what do you think happens when you light it at both ends all that does is it's just dying faster. <laughs> it just dies faster. So why would we listen to the world telling you to just work as hard as you possibly can all day long? Don't sleep. Don't get no rest. Be first. Be the grind. Be this. Be that. Be that. You're killing yourself. That's that. That's not what I see in scripture. I'm going to set my goals based on what God tells me to do. You know, and I'm going to spend my time that way. And and that's just one example. There's so much bad advice, but we fall for it because we are comparing ourselves to other people and we want what they have and we're not content with what we have. But even bigger than that is we don't know what God's goal is for our lives. We don't know his purpose and we don't know the goals that he has for us to achieve that purpose. So that's what you should be focusing on. But as we wrap this up, if, if that didn't motivate you enough, then hopefully this does. How would you feel if you created something and it, it, it you created it? Now, you're the maker of it and it constantly, constantly functions completely different from what you made it to do. Think about that. Like you, you made a radio, but it only shows video. It don't even do sound. It's just, it, it decides it's going to do video. You, you, you make a TV and you want to watch it, but all it does is play music. It doesn't even play the shows. You, you make a skateboard and it won't roll. <laughs> you know, you make a light bulb and it won't turn on. You click and it won't. How frustrating is that? That's what it's like when God watches us do our own thing set our own purposes, make our own goals. Think about that. The person that created you before you were born with a purpose, on purpose, and, and has goals for you to achieve that purpose. But we spend all our time doing what we want to do and the way we want to do it. And the person who made us, the God that made us, watches that. He's not pleased with that. And this is a person that at the snap of a finger can say, you know what? You don't get to breathe no more. See, that's that holy fear and reverence for God. And that's just that's the the the, the really the kind of the scary part about it. But from from even a motivational standpoint, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die so that you could have a life designed by him with a purpose on purpose, with goals that help bring him glory and we just dump that all aside to do what we want to do. That's not how you say thank you. The way you say thank you is you live a life that seeks God for his purposes. And that seeks his goals so that you can achieve that purpose. So that, like John 15, 7 says, his father in heaven can be glorified. That's what it's all about. I hope this frees somebody up. It's really, really straightforward and simple today on the TCS Live show. It's all about letting God set your goals. Why? Because he's already set you in motion with a purpose before you were even born. So why shouldn't he be the goal setter?
Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Thank you for joining me for another episode of TCS Live Show. God bless. Thanks for listening to TCS Live with TC Stallings on the Edify Podcast Network. Tune in next time for another powerful exploration of faith and life. And for more must-hear podcasts, download the Edify Podcast app on the Apple and Google Play stores or at edify.app.